0: I don't. I, I think they're both, I think they're both walking out the door. Bloom has basically made it known he's not going to pay superstars. Ownership had the quote this week that, oh, I mean, it's more important story. to be paying our baseball operations than it is our own players. Like, are you kidding me? Are we literally the Tampa Bay Rays now? We're supposed to be the Boston Red Sox competing with the New York Yankees in terms of payroll. And we're going to baby out of paying our superstars. It's unacceptable.
1: All right, welcome to episode 67 of Clubhouse Convos, Joe's Colin, Scully. This week, joined by an enormous set of headphones on my head. Uh, Also joined by my two good friends, Evan and Dan. How are you guys doing today?
2: Pretty good, pretty good. Um, Just got a nice vaccine, so staying healthy. And they tell me my blood pressure is very good. Very good.
1: Well, congratulations,
2: sir. They may have never seen better. I don't know.
1: A medical marvel, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> the only thing that's Dan, how are you
0: right now? Is that uh, that like Trump fake quote that goes? They tested my DNA. They said it wasn't DNA. It was USA. That's the only thing that went through my head right there.
1: <laughs> it was USA.
0: <laughs> USA. He was huge. Some would say it's the best ever.
1: <laughs> so anyway, fucking and
0: before we get canceled, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah
1: by the conservative right <laughs> shout out connor turgeon <laughs> hope you're listening buddy mm-hmm, um, yeah a little late on the start here we we're supposed to start around four thirty, and and um, my computer has some sort of issue going on where i had to uh, import my gaming microphone <laughs> i have the bluetooth thing plugged into my computer right now so seems to be working
2: Yes, just stay yelling. Just stay yelling. I'm
1: not yelling. I'm talking normally.
2: Oh, I'm just saying. Just, just yell. Don't be afraid to yell. Fuck you. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. Let's talk some baseball. Uh, All-Star break episodes. We're gonna go through our 30 team first. 30 team power rankings since before the season began, if I'm correct. And yeah, so yep. Dan, you can screen share on this thing, right?
0: Indeed, I can.
1: All right, Stan's the traffic. Going to run through our 30 teams and some award predictions later on.
0: You guys will have to uh, let me know when you can see the screen because I can't see you while I share the screen. We
1: can see it. We can see it.
0: Okay. Um. So, yeah, our power rankings, um, I don't have everybody's rankings in front of me. I just have the, the graphics in front of me. I think that would be the best because – these gra- graphics also show how far teams risen and how fall or how far teams have fallen. I guess, mm-hmm. um, but we'll start with teams thirty through twenty eight, um, and that would be the Oakland Athletics at thirty, Washington Nationals at twenty nine, and the Cincinnati Reds at twenty eight. Um, I feel there's not much to talk about other than maybe Juan Soto wanting possibly out of Washington. But any thoughts on these three teams? I
1: mean, if they do trade him, holy shit, are they going to get a lot.
2: <laughs> no, definitely. And, I mean, at this point, right, you know, their World Series team is certainly over. We I mean, you talk about the likes of Rendon, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, all these guys gone. I don't even know if Max was on that team, but obviously the lineup's completely different. Max
1: was. I mean, he Strasburg. was. Strasburg.
2: Yeah. The likes of this is Ryan
1: just... Zimmerman.
2: Oh, Jim Zim. I remember Howie Kendrick on that team. Like, this, it's a completely yeah. different team at this point. And so they should try to get uh, the biggest package in MLB history for them, for, in my opinion, for sure.
0: I find this tier of te- these three teams at least to be weird. Like, the Reds were in a playoff hunt last year. The A's were kind of in that wildcard hunt last year as well. And then the Nationals won the World Series in 2019. So it's, like, just weird to see how far they've fallen so quickly.
1: It goes to show when you start going small market, as we've been uh, discussing at length in the group chat. Mm-hmm. You lose <laughs> some <bloom>.
2: fucking,
0: you <laughs> lose
1: some return on the field.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like for example, Oakland, right? And all the pieces that they lost—they got rid of Matt Olson, they got rid of Mania, they got rid of Chris Bassett, they got rid of Chapman, Chapman, all these guys, Marte. You know exactly. So. It's going to be tough to, to be a good team when you trade your entire roster.
1: Loriano <laughs> will be gone.
2: Good players. Someone should go get them.
0: Any. Anyway. Next group of teams. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next uh, group, we got the Chicago Cubs at 27. They've actually fallen seven spots since our original rankings. Uh, 26 being the Kansas City Royals, 25 Detroit Tigers, 24 Arizona Diamondbacks, and at 23, the Pittsburgh Pirates, who have climbed seven spots. They're actually our worst-ranked team at the beginning of the year. Um, I think some prospects coming up, and they've actually had some pretty good success against the best teams in the league, to, uh, which is sort of surprising. But, um, yeah, these are the next five teams. I really have no thoughts on any of these teams. Um so yeah, what do you guys think? I,
1: mean, I expected better from Chicago and Detroit. Honestly, I thought they'd both be somewhere on eighty-ish, eighty-three wins, sort around five hundred. They have not played like that.
2: Um, I agree. Chicago was my sleeper team going into the year. I <laughs> was wrong.
1: Um, Clearly,
2: and, and I guess I'll I'll leave it at that. Um, Although, I would note Kansas City. I do think that they have a young, up-and-coming core. Bobby Witt's had an unbelievable rookie season. Um, they have some decent pitching. Uh, they got Melendez, who's a good catcher. They got uh, Pesquadatino or something um, yeah. in first base. He's a good prospect. So, Kansas City could be good in a couple of years again. And, obviously, they'll probably trade with Merrifield. So, it's just to get more young pieces, so a team that I think could be on the rise in the future.
0: I will say, as I actually look back at my notes, I did have the Tigers finishing second in the AL Central. Um, I didn't think they'd be a playoff team. I thought they maybe could contend, but, I mean, this team is just straight garbage. I think I, in my own rankings, I have them at 28th.
1: I had Tigers uh, 83 and 79 also in second place, Dan.
0: Yeah, I just, just kind of it's surprising. I think the pitching would be better. And then I thought at least getting Baez and a couple other pieces in free agency was going to be enough. But, I mean, it's just gone all the shit, really. I had
1: Cubs 85 and 77. I did have uh, Royals 72 and 90, though.
0: Anything else, have? not
2: much else to add detroit i mean they're hitting as a joke i mean one of the worst lineups all year in baseball um arizona I, I mean i had arizona last coming in into the year so uh former red sox bench coach Troy though he's at least got them playing pretty well and then um for pittsburgh a big piece probably going to be traded in brian reynolds so we'll see where yeah. he might end up but again a good player to help a contender for sure I I'd say 90%
0: percent will get traded. Yeah, I saw the Yankees may be interested in him. I think that'd be a pretty good fit if they want to get rid of Gallo. Yeah, I mean,
2: at this point, oh, you got to think oh, well. with the Yankees and Joey Gallo, there's no way Joey Gallo will be playing any baseball for this team in the playoffs. No way. No. They're definitely going to replace him, and they would be obviously very smart to do so.
1: He fucking sucks. <laughs> All right,
0: next group of teams. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the next group here at 22, we have the Angels, uh 21 Colorado Rockies, 20 Texas Rangers, 19 Miami Marlins, and the biggest faller in these rankings at 18, the Chicago White Sox, who have fallen 12 spots since the beginning of the year. And they're just another team that's been a complete dumpster fire compared to what their expectations were supposed to be. I know they've dealt with a lot of injuries, but, I mean, I don't I, I don't see how they could even really get back in the playoff race. I think they're kind of – I know they're around 500, but I, I just don't see it happening.
1: I hate to say it, but Evan's fucking right about them this year.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, um, back before the year – did not have them in the playoffs. I don't know where I had them ranked. Um, I know I had them second in that division, still ahead of Cleveland, but obviously I had Minnesota first. Um, and again, my reason coming in the year was exactly what we've seen. One, Tony La is not not a good manager. Um, that's been on full display this year. And then number two, this team always cannot stay healthy, always. And, and we've seen it this year with Lance Lynn, Tim Anderson, Aloya Menez, nothing is working right for this team. Um, Liam Hendricks went down for a while. So those are my two reasons for not having them in the playoffs. And, um, again, that's a team for me that has to make a managerial change as soon as possible. I don't think that they'll fire him this year. I think they'll wait till the offseason to make a change. But I think they would probably be best to, to do that as soon, as soon as possible just so they can get back in contention.
1: I saw not until the end of the year. Yeah. As a report. Um, to touch on the Rangers quickly, I know we highlighted all the money they spent between Gray, Seeger, and uh, Semyon, but paying off in the last month, Gray, 30 and two thirds, four wins, 37 Ks, a 264 ERA, 0.98 whip. Semyon in his last month, 18 runs, seven homers, 18 RBI, six stolen bases, 271. And obviously Seager has been red hot—16 uh, runs, nine bombs, 23 RBIs and 310. So big money proving to be well spent in Texas. That Tavares kid's been phenomenal for him. Do too, you have all
0: of them on of your thing. fantasy team?
1: Yeah, I have all four of those guys.
0: <laughs> okay. Tried to get Simeon from you this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty happy with our trade, Dan.
0: I, 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 I mean, like France the trade. It and gives a, me a lot of versatility. A wash.
1: Yeah, it gives you it gives you positional versatility, but Manaya's nice for Meyer.
0: That's but fair. That's so I'm cool. willing to take on the risk just because of how many pitchers I have.
1: Yeah, you do. A, you have a ton of pitching.
0: <laughs> um. No,
2: I mean, yeah, I'll speak quickly to the Angels. I mean, this was a team that I saw play the Red Sox at Fenway, and this was when they were really good back early May, and Shohei Otani, just electric stuff mowed down the Red Sox, and I thought, wow, our friend Jason Ward might be right having them, you know, number one in that division. But um, they've fallen back to earth. Obviously, the managerial change, um, just no sense of direction with this team at all. I mean, outside of Otani and Trout, I mean, there's nothing else there that I, I particularly like.
1: Team's garbage. Yeah, it's. I was surprised at how quickly it went. Went wrong for them.
2: Yeah. It went wrong very quickly, too. I mean it wasn't this like you know, long stretch. I mean it was a crashed for them. It was Absolutely.
0: what, a 14-game losing streak? Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else on these five teams before I reveal the next five? Uh no. Then we're good. All right. So coming in at 17 is the Cleveland Guardians. At 16, climbing 13 spots is the Baltimore Orioles. Um, Never thought I'd see the day, Mm. at least this year. Um, 15, San Francisco Giants. 14 are Boston Red Sox. And 13, the Philadelphia Phillies, who are the only team to have not moved a single spot in these rankings. So good job. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, obviously the Orioles have to be the headline of these five.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you, Colin.
1: Just uh, fun baseball. That lineup's fun. Pitching's good, too.
2: Pitching's surprisingly good. I mean, they got yeah this Tyler Wells kid who's had a really good season. Um, but there's no real, like, headlining name there. Yeah. Um, Colin brought up the lineup. There, there are a lot of players I like in that lineup. I think Sant- Santander's really good. I think Mountcastle's really good. You bring up Rutschman, who gave them some life. Um,
1: Mancini, Hayes,
2: Austin Hayes, right? Dan, I think had him in his, you know, it's for some sort of award. Maybe it was pr- uh, predicting it's my All Star ballot. Yeah, the All Star ballot. So. Um, fun team to watch, and obviously they're right on the Red Sox heels at this point, so we'll have to see what happens there.
0: Oh, our Red Sox. They just can't beat AL East opponents. I mean, Dan, uh, you want to talk about the Red Sox? Oh, do I? I mean, <laughs> they they just stink. Heim Bloom should be fired. That's my personal opinion. Oh, my um,
1: God, dude. <laughs> you're out of
0: your we'll, we'll get mind. into this right now, Colin.
1: You're out of your goddamn mind.
0: Listen, this team coming in, like, I know we had the whole lockout and stuff, but for Heim Bloom to sit there, trade away Hunter Renfro for Jackie Bradley Jr., inexcusable, guy can't hit, I don't care what his defense is, but then you let Kyle Schwarber go and you're going to rely on Bobby Delbeck and Francie Cordero, who I had a mini crush on to, like, I thought he could maybe That's be cool. serviceable, He's falling apart. I feel. I mean, just least, hold depends.
1: on, Renfro. Renfro in his last month hitting two hundred five with two home runs. So let's not go fucking crazy. I don't like that move, but I'm just saying. I mean, he's not fucking lighting the world on fire.
0: <laughs> no, I'd still take him over JBJ.
1: Yeah, me too. I, 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 but like, that, to me, so that's why do you make the trade? It's a straight point. up trade. Well, no, there was two prospects involved one of whom they're pretty excited about, that third baseman I guess he can hit.
0: Uh, the third baseman when we – well, I guess if you're not going to pay Raphael Devers, it, you can not get excited about third-base <laughs> prospects.
1: <laughs> I suppose you could. I mean, by that logic, we should be getting excited about uh, not paying Bogarts too then since we keep drafting good shortstops.
0: We've been drafting shortstops like there's no tomorrow because we know damn well we're not going to pay anybody on this team because small market –
1: one of I mean, those two will get paid. I believe that.
0: I don't. I, I think they're both I think they're both walking out the door. Heim Bloom has basically made it known he's not gonna pay superstars. Ownership had the quote this week that oh, I mean, it's more important story. to be paying our baseball operations than it is our own players. Like, are you kidding me? Are we literally the Tampa Bay Rays now? We're supposed to be the Boston Red Sox competing with the New York Yankees in terms of payroll, and we're gonna baby out of paying our superstars? It's unacceptable. Well, I think you know, my opinion is that they, sh- if
2: they're going to pay anyone, they should pay Devers. And as much hate as Dave Dombrowski got for just ripping apart the farm system, you can make the argument that at least like he would go out and he would make the biggest trade deadline splash. And I give Heim- Boom credit last year. I think going out to get Kyle Schwarber was a really good move. I thought he played really well for us. I know you bring up that he only hit, I believe, what two hundred five in the playoffs last year, but still some big home runs, and he gave you that that life, that energy. He was a he's a Massachusetts guy, and it just it made perfect sense. and And I think Dan's right this- to let him go was a mistake. Honestly, I would have probably rather kept Schwarber than to go pay Trevor Story at the end of free agency, where you know at that point it, it was just it was really weird because he was still available and it, and it felt like the Red Sox w- weren't in love with him, but there was pressure from Red Sox nation, I think to go pay somebody and they wound up paying him. But I personally don't think that they love Trevor story going into, into the last off season. I don't think Heim Bloom said, all right, I'm going to pay Trevor story and feel good about it. I think, you know, I, I do think he still has some of that small market philosophy. I don't think he loves story. So, um, at this point, you have a guy as your GM who, and I would agree with Dan, I think he operates in this small market mindset. You have an owner who doesn't seem to want to pay money to his superstar players. I mean, you got pressure out here from David Ortiz saying that they they have to do this. I mean, there's the way it's looking right now, Red Sox fans should be concerned that they might not keep anybody and yeah, you have story, but again, I don't think the Red Sox are in love with story. Uh, they paid him. I I thought at the end of free agency, just to get somebody because they had that money to spend that they didn't spend on Schwarber or Renfro who, which the fans wanted them to keep. So it's just, it's been a whole mess this season. And now, you know, all this pressure and and all these rumors, I mean, it, it it could turn to hell real quick. Well,
1: I do think they pay Devers, and I see your argument. Like, I I hear what you guys are saying. He hasn't done a perfect job. I'm not saying that. But they're also, uh, like, the flip side. Last year, it was small additions, like guys like Renfro, guys like Kike that made that team, the heart of that team, the guys that drove that team, all the way to the ALCS. Like, you can't always do it with the biggest names. And also, sometimes come in, 2020 preseason rank of the Boston Red Sox farm system, 25. 2021 midseason rank, 12. Okay, so he's more than doubled the farm assets. There's plenty to move. Uh, By the way, I don't think they pay Bogarts, and it's not because they don't want to pay him. It's because they have York, who's the 55th prospect in baseball, Mayer, who's 14. The way guys are coming up now, Mayor could be two years away. You're getting a Bogarts a 10 year deal, and then what do you do with
2: Mayor? I agree, they won't pay him, but I think the argument, you know, when you say the Red Sox farm system has gotten better since Heim came in, Heim came in when they had the fourth pick, so of course they were going to get an elite talent at number four. And Marcel Mayor, people didn't think that he was even going to fall to us, but he did.
1: Even after, if- even after the Mayor. They were at twenty five or twenty
2: four. They were at twenty five with even with Mayer. I, mean, I don't know if Mayer's 24. development has has you know gotten extremely better, but all I know is like Heim was given an A plus prospect right there. So I mean, yeah, start totally. good. And then it's about player development, but there's a lot of other people involved in player development where Heim Boom's not even really on the field developing these players.
1: No, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he's like doing a good job at picking developable, develop-able players. Mm-hmm. I just think you, you can't – this guy's been here two years. You can't be calling for his head because he's not throwing $400 million around.
0: No, I think if it comes to Devers, you should be throwing $400 million around. And the, really the fact that you haven't yet – and I, I understand – like they said, it takes two to tango, to, basically. It, it's – I. You have to pay Devers, like he's a borderline I MVP mean, candidate.
1: Look at what the Yankees are doing with Aaron Judge, and that's they're doing the uh, same thing to him.
0: Okay, well that doesn't make it just because somebody's doing it terribly with Judge doesn't well, mean you're, you're should just do saying same thing we should
1: Devers. be like the big market teams, like the Yankees. They're they're small ball on their guys too. Everybody's and, doing it right now.
0: I, I don't see the Dodgers playing small ball, and I see them in the World Series a lot. I haven't really seen the Yankees lately.
1: The Dodgers... No, the Dodgers have not paid guys, though.
2: I mean, I, uh, I'll get in here real quick. I think it's more realistic that the Yankees keep Aaron Judge than the Red Sox keep Devers or Bogarts.
1: I don't know about that.
2: I mean, I'd mean, i say they're Cash,
1: relatively equal.
2: Unless Cashman has a backup plan of Soto, then I think you have an argument. But, I mean, Aaron Judge, like... They, think they made it pretty clear that they at least want to try. Like, I don't think Cashman's going to fold his hands. At least you can see that, but for the Red Sox, I mean, Dan, you know, send some of the quotes from John Henry to our chat and it's like, it's hard not to be alarmed. I mean, yeah, these prospects are great, but even when they come up, I mean, sometimes they do start slow. And you never really know what you're going to get because the major league level is just completely different than any other level of baseball.
1: I agree. But you don't have to bring them all up. Those guys can be traded for proven guys, is what I'm saying. Uh, Like, you guys are writing it off. We haven't even reached a trade deadline.
2: Well, my mock trade for this pod involves the Red Sox. So
0: when we get there, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly share it. All right, let's move on. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on Heimbloom and the Red Sox future. I feel like Dan and I have always been more together than you and
2: Newman. I feel like it's been like this for like a year plus now.
0: It has. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just never see eye to eye. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, maybe we will. Maybe. Maybe if Heimbloom gives us another stinker, he'll come to our side. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Um, so the next six teams, uh, this is our top 12 now. Um, The Toronto Blue Jays are at 12, the St. Louis Cardinals 11, Tampa Bay Rays 10, Milwaukee Brewers 9, Seattle Mariners at 8, and the Minnesota Twins at 7. Um, I think the biggest takeaway from this uh, six teams is the Blue Jays were everybody's favorite basically in the AL They dropped nine spots, and then the Twins climbed 10 spots from 17 to 7, so a lot of rising teams in this category, I think. Go ahead, Colin.
1: Um, Yeah, I'd say I like the Mariners. I had them in second place, uh, only three wins behind Houston, so I definitely had them fairly high in my rankings. Uh, Toronto's been a disappointment, Tampa's kind of been a disappointment, but... I'd attribute that kind of to the AL East banging up on each other so far. Uh, real shockers, the Twins, obviously. I had them in third place at 83 and 79, so they've been really good. Um, I don't really watch them that much, to be honest. I couldn't talk about them.
2: Um, for me here, I mean, everybody knows how I feel about the Cardinals. I think they're legit. Uh, Toronto seems like they're in a sort of crisis mode. Um, obviously with the firing of Charlie Montoyo. Tampa Bay, I just can't – I had Tampa Bay number one uh, in my um, – for, for coming in for the AL East. I had them fourth in our preseason. I do struggle to be scared of this lineup. I don't know what it is. There's not really one guy, maybe Franco, but eh, there's not really one guy currently in this lineup where I I, I do worry about. Um, I mean, Seattle, I had them nine coming into this year. I had them winning the division. Um, They've been really good. Uh, And then Minnesota. I mean, I didn't have Minnesota this high, so I can't take too much credit. But um, I did think that they would win that division, and uh, their lineup is really good, really good. And I don't know. Watch out. This team team could surprise people uh, down the stretch here. This Minnesota
0: team – script can can
1: real quick uh, quickly on st Louis a CBS article put them as the favorite to get uh, soto
0: mm.
2: really yep I mean they would definitely trade some some prospects I mean they have the prospects to trade whether Oof. it's Foreman or liberator or someone
1: else this article uh, this article mentions a package of Jordan Walker Mason Wynn Dylan Carlson Tyler O'Neill among other pieces. Uh, it certainly be a monster haul. But, you know, they acquired Goldschmidt, acquired Arenado, took a swing on Lindor. And when Soto set to become a free agent, Goldschmidt contract expires. So money-wise, it would line up.
2: I did say back on the podcast where, we ta- where I talked about the Cardinals, I would not be surprised if they went out and made a big splash. Uh, I could totally see that happening. And I think this should probably be the favorite to get Soto.
0: I have no idea where Soto's gonna go. I mean, it's so, just gonna take a team with a ton of prospects, but even then it, I feel like there's to so take many team teams with like a ton
1: of fucking money.
0: That's true. Well, like he turned down the biggest contract in baseball, but I do understand like I personally would pay him over thirty million a year. I think he's that type of player and will be that type of player. Mm. But I mean,
1: I mean to me, like when you get up into the four hundreds, it don't really matter at that point. To, like honestly, I think it has more to do with the way Washington's trending and him not wanting to play for a shitbag team his whole career.
0: No, that's definitely I think fair. That's I, more I, what it's I, yeah.
1: about. No, it like, definitely is because like I mean, we saw like Bryce Harper get their money too and stuff. Yeah, they'll get their money no matter what.
2: Yeah, and I mean Washington. I mean, I agree, Colin. I mean you washington is a pretty good market pretty large market so they could afford obviously to pay them they could afford to bring in other pieces but i just think they're, they've embraced this rebuild and i think for soto it is more of the i want to get out of here because i want to win rather than i want to get paid you know yeah that's a really important
0: anything else ben. on these uh on the Soto news, I guess, or these six teams?
1: No, I, I cut you off. I thought you were talking about the Brewers, but...
0: Oh, I thought you were going to mention the Twins. Oh, I was. Um, you just made me remember. Um, coming into the year, I had this Twins team actually, I believe, in fourth. So to, to see them this high, and we'll get into it when we kind of do our surprise teams versus disappointing teams. Um, mm-hmm. I'm totally surprised by what they're doing. Um, I thought the Correa deal was just going to fall flat on his face. He would leave after a year, which he still may do. Um, But there's still a ton of other players that I'll get into a little later, maybe, um, that have just kind of stepped up to the plate and have got them to the seventh spot. So it's really surprising to see, I think. That's really all I had from these six teams. But we can move into the final six. Uh, That would be the San Diego Padres at six, the Atlanta Braves at five, Houston Astros four, New York Mets three, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers at two, and the New York Yankees at ten. I mean, this is our same six that we've had for a while now. Uh, I don't think much has really changed.
1: Um team I would like to speak on is the Padres. I know Evan and I got into a nice little debate over them in our preseason. Uh, When I had them at 97 and 65, they've looked absolutely the part. I think I had them ranked fifth to start the year. They've been fantastic. The lineup has been without Tatis all year, Machado for an extended period of time. Uh, That kid Ruiz they called up looks like a fucking killer. So. They've been very good. Obviously, Yankees jumping up 10. None of us had them anywhere close to the top. Um, but outside of that, Dodgers met Astros.
2: I will take this time to say you were right with the Padres and I was wrong with the Giants. Um, I guess I should just trust you with the Giants since you seem to know that team better than anybody else. I'm a whisperer. Yeah. Um, they've been better than I thought. I mean, I still look at this team. I don't know how they are here without Tatis. Uh, Manny Machado's been awesome all year long. The rotation's been good. Mania had a very good start to the year. He slowed down a bit. Snell, you still don't know what Blake Snell you're going to get. Um, but obviously Joe Musgrove, I mean, he's he's the ace in that rotation. He's the real deal. I believe third uh, right now in betting odds for the Cy Young, So he's probably the guy I was the most disrespectful towards. Um, He's really good. Damn good pitcher and uh, deserves all the praise there. Um, Outside of that, though, I mean, the Mets have been awesome all year. Um, The Yankees, though, I mean, you know, plus 10 for the Yankees to go up to number one. And I had them fourth in the AL East. I, maybe that's just my the Boston in me, but they look like the real deal. They look like the real deal, and I have a hard time picking a team in the American League outside of Houston that is going to beat them.
1: Quickly on the Padres, uh, five starters with an ERA of 4.2 or better. Uh, and then I I would agree with your Yankees tank take Evan, especially with the fact that they're probably going to add. Mm.
0: So in my rankings for coming into this week, I did not have the Yankees at one and I haven't for the past two weeks. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the clips I've seen or the games I've watched. I'm obviously there. they're worth being a top three team in the league in my rankings. But I think when I look at them, I feel it's going to be a classic Yankees fall towards the end of this year. Um, I feel like they're beating up on teams early, but as of late, it seems they're kind of getting away in some of these series like Houston, they're splitting against the Sox. Yes, it was 2-1, but the Sox are really down right now. But there's other series where I'm just not as impressed as I was maybe earlier in the year where, By far and away, they're the best team. I think there is a legitimate conversation to be had that they're not the best. Still like a top three team, but I can kind of see a Yankees-type collapse maybe in the playoffs that could happen. I mean,
2: it is the Yankees, and I think anything, you know, like you said, could happen. Um, I mean, but you're just seeing the fashion, especially in the last two games against the Red Sox, that they just fucking whooped them. I mean, this yeah. lineup, I mean, I have a hard time finding a better Lineup's lineup.
1: That fucking scary.
2: What? It's
1: fucking scary, that yeah. lineup. Oh,
2: it, petrifying. I mean, look, there's really no weak hitter in that lineup. Uh, um, to me, it's the best lineup in baseball, uh, especially with the resurgence of guys like Aaron Hicks, Matt Carpenter, um, just these guys that have been plugged into this lineup that are added to the Aaron judges of the world. And so – yeah, it's, they're an unbelievable team, and, you know, you talk about the pitching. I think Garrett Cole gets way too much hate, by the way. I mean, it's – I don't like the guy, but Red Sox fans act like this guy sucks. No. This this guy, I mean, punched out 12, allowed two runs over seven innings against us. Like, come on. Like, let's not act like Garrett Cole is trash. Like, come on.
1: Well, anyway. no, he's good. I have a question for you guys. Um, all rosters full health. Are you taking Dodgers, Mets, or Braves right now? Because the Mets are about to get DeGrom back.
0: I'd take Mets. I'm probably going to take yeah.
2: Dodgers still.
1: I am going to take Dodgers too. Mm. It's close.
2: It's very Mookie's close. Not I not think... he? I don't think so. Is That's. Uh, I oh. don't know. Maybe?
1: Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. So- I just, you
2: go.
0: if you get a healthy DeGrom with a healthy Scherzer, I, that's just, I know the Dodgers pitching obviously is good also, but, I mean, a healthy DeGrom, we haven't seen that in quite a while. And I don't know. I think that's what's giving me the edge is a healthy DeGrom, if you picture it.
2: Yeah, and I think that's the yeah. point. I mean, real quick, I'll bring up um, Taiwan Walker real quick. Quick shout-out to that guy. In 91 and two-thirds innings, he's got seven wins, 73 strikeouts, and he's got a 2.55 ERA and a 1.09 whip. He's been extremely good as well. And um, But just for me, where the Dodgers are better than the Mets, in my opinion, is just the lineup. I mean – it, the likes of Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. And, and, you know, now you have Gavin Lux sitting in your nine hole. He's hitting 300. I mean, up and down the lineup, there's just so much talent with the Dodgers. And, and if Justin Turner can keep going, if Max Muncy can finally figure his shit out, Will Smith gets back on. To me, that lineup is, is a little bit more scary than the Mets. And I would trust that lineup to perform better against the Aces. Of the Mets, then the Mets line up to face Kershaw, Urias, Gonsolin, etc. But it's a I good I
1: like I like the Mets lineup. I love Marte. McNeil's had a hell of a year. Alonzo, obviously, has been a beast. Lindor's turned it around. Um, who am I forgetting? Guillorme's had a really good year. Not really hitting for power, but sitting like 310. Um ultimately missing.
2: Regardless, I think they are the uh, the two best teams in the league. Yeah. And I think, no question about it. Um, my quick question for you guys. Um, Yankees or Astros in the World Series or the field?
0: Not the field. Yikes. Um, I'm going to go with Astros. Just, I see that Yankees... Fall off coming. I'm going to take the Astros. I, I don't think there's another team in the American League, maybe besides if an AL East team can somehow make it to the ALCS versus the Yankees. I, It would be the Astros are one of those teams that can get the job done, I think. I don't think any other team could do it. I don't think like a Seattle. I don't think a Minnesota. I don't think they could do it. I agree. Uh, I think if anyone's
2: going to do it, it's Houston. Uh, I don't think that will happen this year, but we will see. Right now I would, I would go Yankees. All right.
0: Well, that concludes the power rankings. Um, what do we got next? Our surprising versus disappointing teams? Uh, yep. If surprising. You run through it. Yep. Uh, you want to go first, Dev? Sure.
2: Uh, so for surprise, I actually wound up going with a player rather than a team. I have a team for my disappointment, but – I'm going to talk about Matt Carpenter for a second, just on the season. And you you think about this guy, right? I mean, he's 36 years old. He was on the Texas Rangers at the beginning of the year, got cut. Was a free, or was just hanging somewhere, and like no one wanted this guy. You remember throwing back to his Cardinal days, this guys who's hit 35 home runs in in years past. Really destroys right hand to pitch him. And so the Yankees just said, "All right, we're gonna go take a flyer on this guy." And I mean, he's been unbelievable. I mean, he's got 28 hits this season, and 13 of Ben home runs in the last two weeks. He's uh, the third-ranked player in fantasy. He's got 10 runs, five homers, 17 RBIs, hitting 4.32. We just saw what he did against the Red Sox, turning into a Red Sox killer, which is scary to think. Uh, hitting 3.54 on the season, and now he's just finally getting consistent playing time. Um, for a team like the Yankees and getting that production from some guy you just brought in off the street pretty much, it's quite honestly scary. And uh, shout-out Matt Carpenter, 36, still getting it done. He's got that great stash,
0: and uh, he's rocking it. I like that. I like that twist to the segment. Mm -hmm. Colin?
1: I'm looking for a player now that Evan's got me on. Here's my surprise player. Uh, Shane McClanahan 110 two-thirds 10 wins 147 strikeouts a 173 sorry 171 ERA a 0.8 whip second ranked player in fantasy he's been nothing short of remarkable for the Rays Uh, if you asked me before the year I would have said Baz would be this guy but it's been McClanahan Uh, just fantastic
0: I don't have a player go, ready to go, nor am I. I think equipped to just come up with one on the fly. But my surprise team was the Minnesota Twins. Again, I kind of referenced it. They're fourth in my rankings, at least coming into the year. Um, but that guy, Luis Parez Yeah, I have I have the notes of his stats so far. Um, he's hitting three thirty eight. OPS of 8.56, and he has 104 hits on the season. All are first on the on the Twins. I don't know how it compares to the league. Um, but then even just a, a pitching, uh, like how good their pitching is this year, Joe Ryan, sub-3 ERA, has a whip of 1.06, and then has 66 strikeouts, all first on his team. Um, it's just a team I did not really see it. And, again, that may be my lack of knowledge with baseball at the beginning of the year, and maybe still now. Um, but I mean, I, for the whole beginning of the year, was like, oh, they're going to fall off. They're not going to be in first. The White Sox will come back. The Guardians will get hot. Like this team has consistently stayed in first and they're going to be a playoff team. I think I'm fully in on Minnesota being a legit team for this season. Yeah. Shout out twins. There's
2: a, uh, disappointments. Um, my disappointments, the LA angels simply because of their start. Um. Really, looks like this might finally be the year. You you know, Colin and I and and Connor all had stakes in Taylor Ward at some point, and uh, it just felt something felt different at the beginning of the year, and then late in May, it just all burnt down. They fired the manager, Joe Maddon. It's just it's simply quite shocking how it went down so fast. And for a team that has Shohei Otani and Mike Trout being where they are right now. Is the biggest disgrace in baseball
1: all year. Gone, yeah. My disappointment has to be the White Sox. Um, they've been high in my AL rankings and MLB rankings the last two years, sitting at five hundred. I know we touched upon the injuries, but that roster—it's just far too talented to be five hundred at this point in the year. Larusa has got to go. That sucks.
0: Um, So my disappointment was more like how I felt about the team going into the year. And it's going to be the Tigers. Um, Just because I thought, again, I thought they could maybe compete, could compete for a playoff spot. And they're just, they're garbage. Again, I said they they were uh, 28th in my rankings. Javier Baez is just absolute dog crap. Um, The pitching isn't good. Eduardo Rodriguez was kind of a, a, It was a notable pitching signing for them, and then he's not even with the team anymore after each starts. Um, Just not a good season, not a good year for them. Um, And compared to my expectations and relative to everybody else, um, they have to be my disappointment. So. Into the updated award predictions, shall we? Yeah. Sure. So everybody kind of give your MVP, your Cy Young, and – I think I have manager of the year. Uh, for We'll start with the AL first. You need to do all three. All right. Um, first off, my AL MVP
2: at the beginning of the year was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And my new AL MVP is Aaron Judge. Just has to be. He's been the most dominant force in baseball this year, and he's doing it while still having the most strikes called on him uh, outside of the strike zone all year long. Plus, since he got into the league since 2017, he's had the most – Balls called strikes on him and he's still doing what he's doing. Um, been the best player in baseball this year. Give here and judge.
1: I wish I could find who I had. Um, Miami, I you had has to be... yes, I did. That's a good one, Dan. Uh, divers definitely up there. I have to go with Otani. Um, batting wise, he's just been phenomenal. Um, 19 homers 10 steals he's got over 50 runs over 50 rbi pitching obviously him and nolan ryan the only two guys to have four straight outings with 10 or more strikeouts he's got 123 punchouts and 87 innings uh a sub one whip 2.38 era just this guy's pitching's been better yeah the average has been down a little bit but he's still hitting the home runs and he won last year i just can't see how he wouldn't win again
0: I agree. Uh, So my preseason pick was Vladdy, uh, but I'm going with Shohei Otani. I mean, we saw it last year. What you do as a pitcher and a hitter, I mean, it's just, it's very impressive in this day and age. Um, So for him, I I believe his last month is just very insane in terms of stat wise. Um, I mean, I I saw a clip the other day, he's throwing like 101, 102. So it's like, I, I just have to go with him. I know Judge is having a great year, but for what Otani's doing, especially after he did it last year, and a lot of us thought he kind of stepped back, which he is, but I mean, he's still having a phenomenal year as a two-way player. So I, I have to go with Otani. Um,
2: I assume NL MVP now, right? Or yep, yeah. Uh, I have a guarantee on the line with this guy. Got um, to be Paul Goldschmidt. Um, I traded him in fantasy, and I'm still in fourth place, which is quite surprising. Um, Love what this guy's doing. I mean, you know, you, you go back, I believe, a month ago to his on base streak. I mean, he was might have reached like 30. Um, he's still hitting the home runs. He's slowed down a little bit, but um, he's really been a dominant, dominant force for the St. Louis Cardinals team. And and to me, going to the playoffs, like I want guys like that on my team. I want star power, and I think that's what gives the car. That's what makes the Cardinals interesting when you have Nolan Arenado, you have Paul Goldschmidt um you know so you just get tyler O'Neill back so you're starting to get kind of these pieces back we'll see what happens with flarity and who knows who they trade for at this deadline maybe it's Soto, and then they have a three-legged monster so give me Goldschmidt.
1: i like the Goldschmidt pick i have to go with trey turner um hitting 306 14 homers which is only four or six less than goldschmidt 68 rbi which i don't think many people would predict that's two less than goldschmidt He's got the 17 swipes. Fourth-ranked player in fantasy baseball. The defense is phenomenal. Unlike Old he is not slowing down. Still hitting 310 in his last month with six bombs. So uh, Trey Turner is my pick for NL MVP right now.
2: Before Dan goes, I will say I did have Trey Turner as my NL Hank Aaron winner.
1: I had Castellanos. What a shit pick that has been. (laughs) Um.
0: So I have Paul Goldschmidt. Um, I won't lie. I didn't put too much thought into this. I just know the two front runners are Goldschmidt and Machado. I know Machado was dealing with some injury. Um, and so because of that, I kind of just went with Goldschmidt. I know he's still having a good year. Um, so not a lot of thought into the NL pick there.
2: Um, AL Cy Young, I'll go. Cohen touched on him earlier. It's got to be McClanahan. He's just getting the strikeouts. Uh, and he's doing all this stuff against really good teams. I think he's shut down the Blue Jays twice. He's shut down the Yankees twice. He's dominated – historically has dominated the Red Sox. Um, every time we play them, God, we can't win. So uh, what he's doing against the, competi- against the competition that he's doing it against, it's got to be McClanahan.
1: Yeah, McClanahan for me. Sleeper pick, though, Dylan Cease, 104 and two-thirds, nine wins, 150 strikeouts a two one five and a 1.18. So he's been phenomenal for the shaky White Sox without Lynn and Gioletto not being uh, at ace level. So I'd say it's probably between those two for me coming down the stretch.
0: Um, so I have Shane McClenahan. Again, not a lot of thought went into this. Um, I don't know who my preseason pick was. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of thought didn't go into that either. But McClenahan's been good this year. Um, If it weren't for injuries, I'd like to assume Kopech would have still been in it. He's kind of fallen off since the injuries, but he started the year so hot. Um, I just say that because he was on my fantasy team. He was very reliable, but (laughs) since he kind of, like, had a couple weeks off, he's fallen off. So, but Shane McClanahan's my pick.
2: Uh, Real quick, I would also note that my NL MVP at the beginning of the year was Soto, and my um, AL Cy Young was Alec Manoa, who's had a good year, but he's not on McClanahan's level. Um, next up, my NL Cy Young, gotta be Sandy Alcantara, um, yeah, I have nothing else to say. I'll, I'll let Dan say it all.
1: I'm going with um, Sandy as well.
0: Yeah. This started as a meme, more to piss Connor off, that I was going to take Sandy in the second round, and it's been one of the better investments, I think, I could have possibly made for not knowing anything at the end of the year in fantasy. Um. Yeah. It. It's almost like every outing, he doesn't give up a run. He goes almost seven to eight innings. He doesn't get a lot of K's, but I mean that's fine with if you're going to do that with ERA and WHIP and being so close to zero. He's just he's phenomenal. I always celebrate Sandy Day. It's a great day. Yeah, you and Newman both. It's good for you. It is a keeper league,
2: so you'll be able to hold on to this guy if you so choose. My NL Cy Young was Freddie Peralta, who has been banged up already. Um, my AL manager at the beginning of the year was Scott service. And I got to stick with it at this point, 14 wins in a row going into the all-star break. I have no reason to change it. I was so high on the Mariners coming in, had them winning that division. Uh, and you know, a three game series against Houston, if they sweep, I mean, they're right back in it. So for me, Seattle, Scott service.
1: I think I had the same pick, Evan. I'm going to stick with it.
0: So I had the guy that got fired, Montoya. Um, <laughs> so I'll not be sticking with him. Um, I'm actually going to go with Brandon Hyde with the Orioles. I like this that. This is somebody that everyone thought was going to be a bottom-tier team. And they could end up being a bottom-tier team if they make some moves at the deadline to get rid of guys. I don't see it happening just because of, I mean, 10-game win streak. You're in the middle of our power rankings. You're competing against AL East teams. He's done a phenomenal job. And if I believe it this is his first, like, manager job, and he's pretty young as well. Um, yeah. So just the phenomenal job this year with the Orioles. Formerly the Cubs bench coach.
2: Um, for NL NO manager, at the beginning of the year, I had David Ross. Wow. Um, <laughs> we'll certainly be changing that. I'm going to go Buck Showalter. Uh, I think he deserves a ton of credit for kind of changing this Mets culture. I remember going into last year, some of us had the Mets high high up as well. And, you know, it just felt like they were the Mets. They were the team that collapses and won't make the playoffs. And they just felt like a joke. I think now the Mets are serious, and it's a lot of that's thanks to Buck, I think.
1: I'm going to agree with you, Ev. I had Buck as well as my midseason pick.
0: So my preseason pick was Buck. I wrote down Buck in my notes, but as I'm sitting here, I cha- I'm changing my pick. I'm going with Rob Thompson, Phillies manager at the moment. Oh Jesus! I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. It, it's just they were terrible under Giardi. He he did a phenomenal job. I'm fully bought in with Phillies Twitter uh, of this guy. He just it, it, it's hilarious. Every time they win, they post his face, and it just looks like the most non-successful MLB manager. Photo you've ever you would ever see, so I don't know why I shoot from the hip. Switching my pick, to Rob Thompson. Oh, uh, he does
2: look weird, huh? <laughs> um, I gotta Google him now. Yeah, I think that's it, Dan. Uh, before the, these are uh, mock trades, right?
0: Yeah, all we got is the mock trades, so we could go one by one. And I have Newman's. Actually, sure. I got I have all Newman's stuff, but I'll just go through his trade. Okay, um,
2: I'll kick it off. So for me. We've talked a lot about the Red Sox on this episode. Um, for me, they have to make a move at this quick <laughs> deadline. I assume Collins- Rob
1: Thompson's got big ears.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Inspecting his face. huh? Um, no, I'm, uh, so for me, the Red Sox got to make a move. Um, so I have the Red Sox acquiring right-handed pitcher Luis Castillo from the Cincinnati Reds. I saw him pitch at Fenway this year. It was unreal. In exchange for Bello, Nick York, and Jaron Duran. So that is two 100 100 prospects. You look at last year when the Blue Jays traded for Jose Barrios, it took two top 100 prospects to get him. Uh, You think with Castillo having some team control, it'll require another piece as well. Um and Luis Castillo has had an unreal year, and I think if the Red Sox invest in this guy, it would be very smart. You don't need to touch uh, Tristan cassis or Marcelo Mayer, but you bring in a uh, just an ace. This team, you know, I, I honestly think you bring him in; he's probably better than Navarre, and um, yeah, just pitch really well against the Yankees as well. You need some guy who's going to come in here and and really lift up this rotation that has question marks, even with Sale back.
1: That's a, uh, that's a big one, dude. Mm-hmm. I really did not go like all in on making a full mock. Um, for me, one team that I could see making a move is Atlanta, possibly for Merrifield. Um, obviously, Albies has been on the shelf for a while. I think he would fill a nice role in Atlanta. Plus, when Albies comes back, Merrifield is versatile. He can play the outfield. Um Duvall is kind of scuffled for them. So maybe if Merrifield were to get hot, you'd see Duvall find the bench. But Merrifield, with the season he's having, I don't think he's going to cost a crazy, crazy price tag, quite like the Luis Castillo's of the world in Evan's mind. Um, so that's a move that I could see happening. Uh,
0: so my move first, before I get into the Newmans, um, it's Andrew Benatendi going to the Phillies. Um, the return... I use some simulators so this could be completely off of what real life returns supposed to be but it's supposed to be for their 6th and 17th prospects, one's an outfielder, one's a second baseman. Um I, I I've been seeing the rumors for a while that the Phillies are in on Ben Attendee. I do believe he's going to get moved and I think it'd be a pretty good fit for them. Um I believe Harper's still out. Mm-hmm. Um but even then I think he still would play a role for the Phillies so I, it's a, it's a trade I've kind of thought would be Sort of a done deal for a while, so I'm going to stick with it. And then for Newman's trade, he has the Dodgers getting Luis Castillo. Oh. Uh, he has them trading away their number one prospect, which is catcher Diego Cartera. or I can't pronounce <laughs> that name. Um, He does have a what-if if the Sox were going to get Soto, if we want to hear that trade yeah, package. I want, I want to hear it. So obviously Sox get Soto, and then... The Nationals would get Bogarts, Casas, York, Wal- uh, Brandon Walter, and Franchi Cordero. Oh, um, I, I, I mean that's uh, Bogarts, wow.
1: Casas, York. Yeah.
2: Wow. Interesting. I'm trying to
1: find a um, a baseball trade simulator. Uh, Dan, what website did you use?
0: Is the most useless website <laughs> on a phone. Just you're not going to do it in like five seconds. It t- it took no, like I was 10 looking at
1: Google. I couldn't find it.
0: I'll show it to you later. <laughs> it's the most be, useless like, website engine. I've ever seen.
1: I'm, I'm well, tra- I was curious to know what Casti- uh, Castillo might have been. Luis Castillo.
2: Probably a lot. Because, dude, I, I mean, I was looking at past trades, and that's where I saw Barrios. Took two top yeah. prospects to get in from Minnesota. Well, we
1: thought that might have been an overpay.
2: True. That, that is true. I think the Sox would have to overpay for Castillo to get him.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That that Soto deal, I don't... Then, like, they have to be paying Soto, right? And then maybe they don't pay Devers. And then you just trade it away, like, a decent chunk of the future.
0: Yeah, I don't know, yeah, if... I find it, I don't know if I do the... Like, knowing Bloom. I don't think the deal would happen. No. No what?
1: The uh, thing I, is, if they trade Bogarts, what are they like? Are they trading for prospects? Well, I'd hope so.
2: It's tough. I, well, I don't think they'll trade him.
1: I feel like they have to if they're not going to pay him.
2: I think they know that they're not going to keep him. I, I I don't know at this point though. I, I mean, it's a good question. Dan, what was that reaction for?
0: So the website I am using. The value of Andrew Benettendi was a 7.4. The value of a Luis Castillo is a 41.2. So What's the value to... of a
1: Xander Bogarts?
0: That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. I'm trying to get the... stock yeah, team soccer. control for Castillo. I think... Um, then... Yeah,
1: it's what, five or six years?
0: Yeah. He's, he's so good. Oh. But well, Bayo is a 28... What was the rest of the deal, Bogart's? Duran. What?
1: Oh, uh, I guess because only one year team control, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's got to be it. So you had Bayo and who else in that deal? I had uh, Bayo.
2: I had Duran, and I had York.
1: That's an overpay. If Bayo is a twenty-eight, Duran is a seventeen.
0: Okay. Yeah, maybe Duran. They wouldn't take Duran. They would take the other. People. Oh, you way overpaid, buddy. Yeah. We're giving away 71 for 41. Let's go. York is 71? No, York is a 25. But so you have <laughs> okay. Bayo 28, yeah, Duran 17 and then York 25 for just Castillo at a 41. So they would
2: I think that they would probably do it minus Duran. But even in that trade though, yeah. You still keep some good prospects, and it proves the Red Sox have the guys to go make a trade. That's what that proves. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Connor Siebold's a two point nine. <laughs> Jesus,
1: what's uh, what's a Devers? Out of curiosity,
0: a Devers would be a sixty. Mm. For reference, I saw earlier Bryce Harper's a ninety-one.
2: Oh sh- What's so- Wait, what was Soto again? Uh oh, jeez. Hold on, sorry. And then you, you okay, should I'm run through Newman's. Uh, you should run through Newman's predictions too. I just want to hear who we had.
0: Oh boy! If you... Oh yeah, uh, yeah. If I could get Soto up real quick, yeah. uh, Soto is a hundred and seventy-six point
1: eight.
0: Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> <Bogars> <laughs> you weren't getting any change. deal without Devers to work. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Uh, That's fucked. Yeah. Uh, Quickly, I can run through Connor's stuff um, before we wrap up. His surprise team was the Yankees, climbing 10 spots, number one team in baseball, he says. Disappointment, Blue Jays, we all know why. Uh, AL MVP, Shohei Otani, Cy Young, McClenahan, manager, the Twins manager, Rocco. NL MVP, Uh, Machado, Cy Young Sandy and then manager Buck show Walter. Mm. Yeah, very good.
1: There we go. Good pod That's gentlemen. Good
2: pod Later.
0: Peace. Put your tears away Ain't no fear today You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. But you ain't done yet? Yeah. Take the keys, leave the regrets. Write your letters, place your bets. I'll be the one who
1: accepts. <laughs>